0: like any other ghost face. What is this place? A shrine. We've gotta lure him
1: in. We execute him. Hello?
2: Let's play a game.
1: You know you're like the tenth guy to try this, right? It never works out for the dipshit in the mask.
3: Maybe. But there's never been one like me, Gale. I'm something...
2: different.
1: That's why I'm gonna shoot you in the head!
0: You want me. So let's finish this.
2: Guys? And welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today is another episode of the Cinemania Nightmare Show. This is the show we talk all things horror. I today we are doing part two of our Scream Six spoiler discussion. This time, I am joined by some guests from the Cinemania World team. First, we have uh, from the Nightmare Show. We have Jordy. Jordy, hello. How are you?
0: doing great thanks for having me on to discuss
2: yeah it's very good to have you here we are also joined from the cinemania world team and youtube we have chris chris hello from 3c films how are you buddy
3: hey man doing good excited to praise the good and really rant about (laughs) the little things that bothered me (laughs) okay
2: so we also have lastly joining us he was on the spoiler review for scream 2022 he is back Critical Overlord himself. We have Eric here. Eric, hello. How are you? Welcome back.
1: Uh, Yeah, thank you for having me. It's been a while. I know, yeah, the last time I was here was for Scream 2022, Mm -hmm. so yeah, it's
2: long overdue. (laughs) Long overdue, but it's always great to have you here on the show to talk some movies. Uh, Yeah, today, everyone, spoiler review, part two. We did part one earlier. Myself and Amanda, go listen to that. Uh, Like I said on that show, this is not us breaking the movie down in parts to talk about it. Like, so for instance, Amanda and I didn't spend the show talking about like the first act or anything it's a full-on spoiler review but i figured i wanted to do two groups here to kind of get everyone to get their thoughts off especially like people who are on the review like chris and manda because it was really tough on that (laughs) non-spoiler review to just say our total thoughts without kind of launching into everything but now It is full, uh, we have full open court here to talk about spoilers from Scream 6. Eric, don't mess around and start saying spoilers from Scream 7. I feel like you know some things. So so we'll go from, we'll just start with Scream 6, I guess. I want to get Jordy's just initial thoughts on the movie, because I feel like we've gotten Chris's thoughts. We'll get Eric's thoughts afterwards. But before we launch in, what was your thoughts on Scream 6?
0: Ooh, okay i was so underwhelmed <gasps> no. i know i'm no, that's okay. so that's okay. sorry there are
3: underwhelming aspects so no. I get it. Yeah. Oh, like, <laughs>
0: and i know i mean it seems like i'm in the minority i understand that um but i think my expectations were really high there were a lot of points in the trailer that you know made it sound like it was going to be something new and more brutal and I I don't know if I'm desensitized or what but I did not find it to be that thrilling. I didn't have like the same Whoa, tension. Rah, rah. Um, I loved the first act though. Mm-hmm. I will say that. I loved the first act. Um, I think a lot of the the core forecast really found their like moments Funny. to shine yeah like i really thought melissa barrera did a lot better in this one than she did the last one mm-hmm. um but the third act i was mm, no
2: <laughs> i am sure yeah, what Sorry. are we doing i
0: know and Where i was
2: Stone stone me and chris
3: uh, no, to- <laughs> i know
0: I'm i just <laughs> gotta be you honest
2: you should have heard chris on the review like because i think he went last with his thoughts And we were all like, "Yeah, loved it." And then I just hear Chris in the corner like,
0: "Mm, mm,
3: "I I really (laughs) like it." I'm pointing, loving it, but I do agree on the finale, man.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Listen, okay. So let me just give a little disclaimer. I have now seen the movie four times. I would have gone a fifth time today, but today was just way too busy. But. Listen, uh I, I try to say, listen, I understand as far as feelings on the third act, but every time I get there, I'm just like, man, I don't see it. This is working for <laughs> me. This is, <laughs> this, is I, this I think this the girls do
0: great. Like I think yeah. that Jenna and Melissa are like, I think they I kill think they're it.
2: much better here. I do, yeah. I do agree with that. Yeah. They
0: do. Uh-huh. But I w- the killer reveal was so underwhelming to me. Like, I called it before they even got back to the shrine. I was not impressed. And I'm just like, okay, it's Richie's family. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that nobody found his family and blasted them all over the news. Exactly.
2: Hold on! I hold don't on. believe
0: that. That's okay. No, I'm gonna be with her on this. Reminder, I, I
3: do. <laughs> here we go. You unleashed it. <laughs> we start <laughs> asking about. We they, start asking
2: about logic in this franchise. I know,
3: right? <laughs> you, you. Will, but there's, there's still like at least a level of logic that at least the characters themselves have to follow. They were sitting down. Mm-hmm. They said out loud to themselves, "Oh, so the guy's mirroring stab too because it's in college. We're in college. Yeah. How did they not finish that train of thought and go?" Well, should we look up if Amber or Richie have family that we can quickly see? Exactly. And and also like Gail, like Gail wrote a book about five, meaning she did intensive research about the killers then from five. Because if you remember in Scream 2, Gail says, oh, I've only seen pictures of of Mm -hmm. Nancy Loomis, meaning she did her research on Billy and Stu when she wrote her Scream book. Mm-hmm. But she didn't do that for for uh, freaking her fifth book. Hold on,
2: hold on, hold
3: on, <laughs> hold on,
2: hold. And that's on. just one of the many issues. One. Oh. Yes. What do you mean, many? Hold on. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Easy, easy. Okay. Let's 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 calm down here. I let's know. talk about this. Okay, Eric. Before we get really into everything, what are some of your thoughts? coming out of scream six come on i gotta have somebody on my side
3: <laughs>
2: well I'm, I'm on uh chris's
1: side and and your side and okay. I'm, I'm hearing the gripes with the movie and i'm i'm not in complete disagreement but like you alluded to i did have a while to kind of let it marinate <laughs> yeah, yeah. um i loved it overall but yes, I was already recognizing, okay, with the reveal, with the background, you're going to have these unanswered questions that some people might inflate as that's significant. You should have told us this. Wait, what about this? What about that? How did they do that? It's just a lot that they were doing, trying to expand on Scream 2 that they might have just gotten too ahead of themselves, and that's why it's not as neat. That's why Scream 2 is still better. Scream 2 is executed yep. a lot better.
3: Mm-hmm. I
2: Okay, so listen, I I do agree that it's the writing from Kevin Williamson and Wes Craven, which is where they just they they're just quick on their feet a little better with these with the you know their movies over radio silence. And I do get that. Um, I remember on the review, I was talking about how I hate how the supposed friend group just blames each other. I've never seen that in like a (laughs) a friend group. And I know that's their way to kind of get the audience to believe what they're saying on the screen of why it can't be this person or it could be. But I'm just like, I guess it was a little bit more believable because like going into Scream five, I was like, this is not, this does not make any sense. So I guess in a way, it's not, it's a little, it's handled a little better here. Like all my issues from Scream 5 that I had of this friend group just blaming each other. Um, in here, is like it's not they they were a friend group, but they was like more so acquaintances, like with uh with with Ethan and stuff like that. It mm-hmm. wasn't like straight up these are all best friends like they were in five and stuff like that. So I guess they did it a little better here. But as far as Going into the reveal, listen, man, I wasn't thinking about how did Gail not know I this know, and I how know, did the cop know. know this and this and social media. And I agree, and, oh. to a
3: point you can't always pick like that. Cause I mean, yeah. there's things like that in, in the original series, you know? And so I I just feel like there was a pile up of stuff for sure. Um mm-hmm. uh, I just
0: feel like if they're gonna repeat the, you know, original trilogy and that's kind of been their their blueprint. Mm-hmm the characters themselves have to be smarter because yes. they know what happened before. So mm. I want I want that, like, just, like, I don't know, that bit of, like, <laughs> better detective work yeah. and a little bit more smarts as far mm-hmm. as, like, you guys already kind of know what could happen. Exactly. Mm. So, like, use that to your advantage. And that I the- feel like would be f- more fun in the movie in the end. I agree
3: because that's one in, of like, the... the-
1: uh, some logic gaps, because I I, I did, again, have months to sit on it. I filled in these logic gaps with logical things I could come up with, but the movie itself, it's not giving you that. So that's why I never say that these aren't fair criticisms. The movie isn't giving you much to really come to these logical conclusions. I had to make them
2: up. (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah.
2: I, listen, okay. (laughs) I just... (laughs) Okay, so going after, okay, so the reveal, I didn't, I didn't, I thought it was fine. I thought the whole family connective tissue thing was okay. I do think, because I was there at the movies with Dana, and literally after, oh my God, I couldn't believe how quick she, she got it. After yeah. yeah, after Quinn was like, I lost my brother, my dad moved to the NYPD, yeah. Dana was like, okay, so it's her the dad. I said, oh shit. I, Cause I didn't when I watched it on Tuesday, I didn't think that. I just said, okay, she's just talking about her gave dad. It away
3: for me too. Yeah, and, and then um, I second guess whenever she faked death.
2: Yeah, it was. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I think. I think that's what they were going for is for you to second guess yourself when they do when they do her quote unquote dying and stuff. So the reveal, I thought it was fine. The the there was just like two halves of the reveal that I don't like though. Um, I don't mind the cop. I think it's. I thought it was hilarious when mm-hmm. when uh, Sam was like, "You," he's like, "Yeah, it's me." You know, I did thought that that was funny. Um, I completely don't move when Ethan takes his mask off. I just, I, <laughs> I. I every time I've seen it, yeah. every time I've seen it, I'm just like, okay, you know. But then when Quinn takes hers off, I'm like, all right, okay, guy, I, I buy it. Do I think it's the greatest, you know, killer reveal in the world? No, I think it's better than three. You know, I think it's probably it for me. I think that's, I think it's better than Mickey's because I was I like saw that a mile away when I was, when yeah. I, this is when I was little. Yeah. I was like 10, saw that a mile away. Uh, but then, you know, I, I still think my favorite killer reveal is Joe Roberts because oh, yeah. I was completely gagged in a theater. I did not know it was Jill. I said, holy shit, it's Joe. Um, the first movie is pretty obvious. It's The Boyfriend. But, um, you know, so if you're ranking it up in the franchise of reveals, I was like all right you know I'm fine with it I'm fine with the reasoning I loved everything after the reveal too like just the to, just to meet the the sheer campy crazy everyone's being everyone's uh being crazy and wild and all the action I thought that was working well but I said this earlier in part 1 my biggest gripe with the movie has nothing to do with like lo- maybe it has something to do with logic actually but listen I have never seen a more inhuman-like Avengers team of individuals.
3: <laughs> yeah, that was an issue. I was
2: yeah. watching this movie, and I was like, how is everybody's just eating up these knife wounds? And it's like sometimes characters would get stabbed, and they would just move on. I'm just like, what's going on here? So there's literally a scene at the end when Ethan, I think Sam is putting everything together, right? And then Ethan, after she's like, oh, you're Richie's family. Ethan, like, stabs her in the chest and she just eats it.
0: Mm-hmm. And
2: it's no, like, ow! It's like a And she's like, oh, I'm going to kill you. I'm just like, wow. And then there's a moment after uh, Chad and Tara kiss where their killer stabs uh, Tara. Tara yeah, in the back. And she does scream. But then two minutes later, she's running. She's doing acrobatics. <laughs> she's fine. Yeah, I damn. was like, I dude, mean- why is everybody eating these wow and or um, even like mindy's it's
0: girlfriend
2: it's a lot yeah he Sheed? went up and down with oh the God, knife yeah. and, and it was a lot i was like dude this is getting crazy like, um
0: how do you climb then exactly. on top of a ladder and like kind of hold your balance for <laughs> well, a little Avengers bit like
2: as team cast or something they were eating <laughs> these up they 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 must have been healing on the low or something like wolverine it's, or something. it's really dangerous round
3: for the franchise because mm-hmm. it, if they start getting into that one okay i did think this movie made you feel every stab more intense uh more intense than the previous installments you know like especially like samara weaving in the opening her scream and the oh, focus in on the knife and yeah whenever annika gets the knife in is twisted up and all that like this is the most i felt those knife wounds because after six movies you know just stabbing in the knife can get a little boring or they get not as creative here they felt intense but mm-hmm. then it's negated by the fact that they're <laughs> not real. They're they're not fatal wounds, you know. Almost like yeah. the entire stomach region is like a like a completely safe spot now for characters. Anytime they <laughs> get a the knife in the stomach, you can just bet they're going to be fine, no matter what. And they double
2: they- down on Kirby too yeah. and stab her again, and she's already, yeah, right, you know
3: <laughs> exactly. And so that's going to create almost like a Fast and Furious situation for the next yeah. movie, where now they're forced to up the ante of those kills. Because you just set up, they can survive regular old stabbing. Literally, in this one. the only
2: way for to kill a character and scream. And like in this new scream, it's just a, like what they did in the movies, is, is the beheading stuff yeah. because they cool. were eating those up. I was howling. I was like, what is happening? Yeah. The Chad thing was a little ridiculous too, but that I get crazy. what they were going for. <laughs> yeah. like, I'm I happy get...
3: he lived because I love him as a character, but <laughs> it just makes Chad. no sense that he survived that. Yeah, yeah no, no, I love Like Chad, one or but... two
0: less stabs next time, please. Yeah. <laughs> yes. so um,
3: I, I was ahead.
1: seeing with, with the kills or mm. the quote unquote kills, is the fact that there's an intent here for them to survive. That's not the problem. I guess the problem is the brutality of what they're being put through. Then you're trying to still tell me they survived, especially with Chad, who I don't (laughs) mind surviving. It's just that he also was involved with one of the first time ever we saw two ghost faces attacking someone together in unison like this, and he still came out on the other end just fine. Well, not just fine, but he, his yeah. heart is still beating.
2: <laughs> I still, every time he every time uh, Tara starts crying about Chad. And they're like, we got a live one. I literally laugh. I'm the only one who just laughs yeah. all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I know no it's Chad. And I'm like, of course, fucking Chad is still alive. But I was happy that he was. So I like Chad, too. I'm, I'm with I'm with Chris on yeah. that. Like-
3: it's one of the parts that makes me ha- excited for Scream 7 because they have so many cool characters coming back. Danny, for one, oh, he was an awesome boyfriend. Like, everything he was doing for Sam and, like, that mm-hmm. little subway scene where he, like, gets in front of the fake ghost face or, you know, he tells her, don't trust anyone, not even me. Like, I'm excited to see him in 7 now even though he got very little Mm -hmm. to do here obviously the core four uh kirby will definitely be in there they gotta bring sydney hopefully but if not they have like a great cast of returning characters and i think that's where they're gonna try and break our hearts and really let go of people
0: yeah uh
2: yeah i agree so i kind of want to circle back to the opening of the movie
0: okay
2: and uh just kind of go from there. We're already like 16 minutes in, and we're kind of just going off of... Sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. It's fine. I told Manda the same thing. I was like, Manda started with the review in like two minutes in the episode earlier. And she and I figured that's what everybody wanted to start with. But going to the opening really quick, uh, they... Okay, so when I first saw the movie for the first
3: time... You hated the idea of it. <laughs> I said... I was like, what? really?
2: Yeah, because he I thought okay. that
3: Ghostface was gonna live throughout the rest uh, of the movie. And till the I end. don't, that's fair, and that's like,
2: fair. I know it's fresh and new, but I don't want that.
3: I and, wouldn't have wanted that either. Yeah,
2: yeah, I. Although it was kind of interesting to see him turn on like the "I'm just a regular guy" vibe when he's talking to Tara. Yes, that's a little I scary. Mm-hmm. I did like that. I wouldn't have minded that maybe for like twenty minutes, but then if it was like the whole movie. I would have been checked out, but. I remember when the movie starts, the whole samara weaving stuff was good. She was a great, fan by the way. Oh, yeah, um, she her. was great here. She was looking really good. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I, thought she, I thought that was all great. So then he lures her into the alley, and I was like, okay, so this is this is the kill. But when they when he was killing when he was killing her, I was like, this doesn't feel like a scream opening yet. Like I feel like it's just. I I know the scream openings doesn't have to be like ten minutes, but like I want them to be. I don't know, but like, and it's like I know
3: that it went not, longer than it should.
2: No, no, I thought it was short when oh. when when she was getting stabbed. I was like, oh, this is the this is it. This is the opening, huh? And yeah. they do. They do the buildup usually of every scream, does it when you, when Ghostface lifts the knife and then slashes and it turns into the title, title card. card. Mm-hmm. But I was like, when it was, when he was about to do that and he says the line, now I see red. I mean, it's a little corny for an opening and then he slices, but it doesn't go to the title card. And I was like, what that the fuck cool. is this? Yeah. Then I was like, what is going on? And then. Takes off the mask. And immediately when I first saw it, I was like, no, I don't want to do this. No, don't do this, man. I don't want to do like a whole movie of like where I know who it is. That's not fun to me. But gets to the apartment. You see that he is also a massive stab, scream fan, whatever. And uh, he has like a little shrine in the closet. Yep. He has a little shrine in the closet. He's talking to his roommate on the phone, supposedly, about. You know, finishing Richie's movie at at this point, I was like, okay, so someone's about to gank him. This poor fella, and poor oh, fella, uh, poor fella. Yeah. <laughs> so, so then he, so then when he goes to the, when he, you know, when you when you finish the scene, and he gets all stabbed up, and then real Ghostface is like, you know, is this? What did he say? Something about meat? Is this what it feels like? Or something oh, like that. Do
3: you feel like an animal, Jason? Yeah, that stuff
2: was all good. Man, I love me some Roger Jackson. Anyway, yeah, when he's he doing great. that. And then he finishes, and then this poor bloke is like, "What about the movie?" When Ghostface is like, "Who gives a fuck about movies?" And then he <laughs> kills them, and then you go into the title card. I was geeked. I was like, "All right, I, I'm completely <laughs> in." That was great. I loved yeah. the line delivery from Roger Jackson. I loved that scene. I'm glad they kept the they kept the just like the feeling of Scream in the opening I agree. still. And um, I liked the fake out after it finished and I saw what they did. I liked what they did with the fake out. But initially, I was very scared. But uh, what did you think about that opening, Chris? I'll go to you first.
3: Um, so the one part of that opening I want to talk about that I loved that I thought was kind of different for Scream because I don't think we've really seen this in other ones is when he's sitting there, Jason, and he's describing what it felt like to kill her. And that mm-hmm. that just like that that glorifying of the kill, and he's like she was like an animal, and I was just going in. And mm-hmm. I like we've never really had that in Scream. Like these are mm-hmm. these are psychos who secretly want to be killers, and then they create dumb motives to, you know, do that. And so I just thought that was kind of different for them to actually do that. And that also goes with like the brutality of it. Um, yeah. again, I love I, I really like this movie. I do. I'm just here oh. spoilers to nitpick. So <laughs> I I do like the entire opening. I felt like that was an awesome line the you know fuck the movies and wow. i felt like that was a missed opportunity with the reveal of the killers in making their motives more than just revenge because there was a lot of setup throughout the film about how much these movies have affected uh real life people you know you have like a so you have that the fuck the movies, you have mm-hmm. the him talking about like, but she was your teacher, you know, why, why would you do that to her? She was a person, Jason. And then, uh, you know, Gail even talking about she couldn't sell her movie rights because everybody wants true crime documentaries or limited series, um, things all like that, where I was like, and then the parents being like, you know, is this my fault that my son's a killer? Because like, I, I pushed him onto these movies. I let him have his fun. Maybe I shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. I thought the movie was going to touch upon, you know, like. Gale, especially when she was told like how much money have you profited off other oh, people's like deaths that. and, stuff, yeah, yeah. and okay. stuff like that so I don't know I kind of I, I was hoping that like fuck the moves was gonna be more important as it went on but it just was I just want revenge
2: I guess it doesn't I guess it doesn't really make sense in context of why whoever was on the who does is it ever really who is killing the, who's the first, who's doing this I first would imagine
3: kill. it's the dad.
2: I think it's the dad. I think it's the t- dad. So it it the is dad. it is kind of funny that, you know, he did this cuz oh my son made movies. Like, why would he say fuck the movies? Yeah. Yeah. Man, I just love this.
0: Wouldn't he also <laughs> no, like, uh, what did he yeah. admire
3: them for, for like, for worshiping his son and wanting to continue his legacy? There was a part think- of me that, that, that would want to think he, he also needs a good alibi to get mm-hmm. out of the situation. These ghost faces had a terrible alibi to get away with it. I'll say that. And I felt there was a missed opportunity to use this guy, let him do what he wants, but say, leave Sam and Terra to me and then turn on him at the last minute. But instead, he kills him, but then also puts the name of the shrine under their name Mm -hmm. and was going to make it look like Ghostface fans killed Sam and Terra because of conspiracies online. But that wouldn't have made sense because they were already dead before a lot of these killings happened. So like, that's what I'm talking about. Those holes that pop up (laughs) there. Dwayne's (laughs) like, stop (laughs) it before you ruin it for me.
2: (laughs) No, actually, you bring up a good point. I can't argue... With that point, I guess it makes sense,
0: I guess. <laughs>
3: I still and, like the movie too, Dwayne. It's just the, those little <laughs> things I pick at.
2: Okay, yeah, okay, I understand. Go ahead, Jordy.
0: <laughs> well, like kind of playing off of that, one of my other issues was just that, you know, in the trailer, you know, it's all this talk about I'm something else, oh, like you did know, something that, different. Yeah, yeah. Those lines
3: weren't in the movie.
0: Exactly, and I know that they want to fake us out probably in trailers, I get that. But yeah. my, like, my issue was the shrine scene in the trailer was so cool and I was so excited to see it. And I did still like it in the mm-hmm. movie, but I was expecting it to be different, it to be more. So like to play off of like, you know, them using these fans of Ghostface and like, I don't know, I was expecting there to be like, I don't know, some sort of like mini cult or... Yeah something that felt like the stakes were higher than just like a couple of people wanting revenge because someone axed their psycho killer son, you know, like Mm -hmm. I, I wanted it to feel like that shrine meant more and that, you know, it really was going to be something different. And then, yeah, it it was not an exact copy of the sequel of the original like scream trilogy, but like basically it was. So it's like, where was the something different that, they promised that makes
3: me wonder if there was a different idea. Cause I do yeah. remember there was an interview with radio silence that said Sydney's absence significantly changed the script. Like they said, significantly changed it. Mm. And so I was like, man, like, I don't think she would have had a major part in the movie, but you mm-hmm. got to bet Sydney was in the room for the monologue. She was in yeah. the room for the, for the reveal. So it must've connected somehow to her.
2: I, I, I uh, okay. So I remember actually Jordy. Um, we did a nightmare show a few months ago when the trailer came out, mm-hmm. and I'll be honest, I am so glad that when they were talking about I'm something different, you never met one like me. One of like Maddie who was on the show, she was like, "Man, they gotta do like a ghost."
0: yeah dead ghost oh, phase. And i
2: don't want that at yeah all, so man. glad they did not I, do that so i although i do agree as far as like where's all that stuff from the movie is the and the aspect of that even the trailer uh you know talking about how this isn't like any other ghost face and it's the same you know it's, yeah it's, it's the it is the same but uh yeah i do understand where all that's coming from. Uh, but I think I wanna- the
0: something different could have been cool, like to Chris's point of like using Jason and his roommate to like do the killings. And then in the end, the reveal is like they didn't like I don't know, cop dad didn't actually kill anybody. And, uh, like, he you know, used that. Yeah,
3: and I also get what you were saying, um, Dwayne, about, like, the fun of a screen movie is also guessing to the end who it is. They could have still kept that guessing aspect because Jason would be working for someone he doesn't know who it is. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. he could be, like, in the friend group taking orders from one of them when he's like, I don't even know who it is, but I'm going to keep it up because he just killed my partner, and I'm probably next. I don't <sighs> know. That <laughs> would have been fun for me, but I, I that would have been the something different and unique yeah. to me. yeah.
2: Uh, I will say I just i just uh yeah i I understand though I do like the movie I don't the movie is not perfect to me it just worked on most of them yeah the, no screen movies most, except the
3: first yeah yeah it mm-hmm. just
2: it just works on on like what they were trying to go for here and I thought the new york setting was really good i thought all that was a lot of fun. oh yeah new
3: york was stuff. used to it but i saw some people say that it was okayly used i thought they did everything like sure we would have gotten like a times square scene but that could have even been cliche like i think they used new york to their full advantage i
2: actually would i actually i liked although i like the train scene sequence uh i would have liked i actually would have liked like a. Times Square, because if you have ever been to Times Square, it's fucking, it's just a lot. It's overwhelming. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of people, and you're, bu- it's like when you're at Comic Con, you're bumping shoulder to shoulder and stuff. And I actually would have, I actually wouldn't have, uh, would have liked someone getting killed that way, where they're just in a in a crowd, and then you just get Ghostface stabs them, and then the crowd kind of moves away, and it's like a person on the floor just ganked. And you know, I wouldn't mind something like that because that's very how Times Square is just, is like that. It's just so. It's just so it's too much sometimes. So,
0: yeah, I would have I, liked to play with like the chaos of the city a little more.
2: Also, like where the hell was that Ghostface stab musical or something that they were putting <gasps> on that poster? Yeah, there was
0: one poster that had so many.
3: <laughs> I think it was just all fan stuff then. Yeah, yeah, that poster <laughs> so it was a fan yeah. who made it, but they officially, you know, released, released
2: it, it. Yeah. Whatever. Um. So I just want to get to like any any favorite scenes at all. You can say your favorite scene, worst um, scenes. Uh, my favorite scene, I think, after watching it a few times is definitely the apartment stuff. Um, oh, there's yeah. somebody who's there. There's just some um, there's something about Ghostface's mannerisms in this movie. Like, I don't obviously it's not the actors like three, the three, the reveal who was, you know, the the, pe- the people who were revealed. Obviously, it's not them. I think they do have to do a do a better job at convincing me that there's a woman's body under the suit. Like, does that make sense? Cause I feel like I feel like Scream Five did that did that well a little bit to where like certain parts you can believe it's amber. But this this ghost face was a big hulking, like I was (laughs) like, there's no way Quinn is under that. But anyway,
3: um That's something again that you admire with Wes Craven and Kevin Williamson that you don't come to think about well that maybe the uh, Radio silence doesn't, because I've never thought about like which Ghostface killed who and why that mattered until people mm-hmm. started complaining that no way Amber killed Dewey when I feel like she could have. I mean, the guy had nerve damage, mm-hmm. he was a drunk, he was yeah. old. I feel like she and she caught him off guard. Like there was enough in there to give him a satisfying kill. And for yeah, the, this Gale one, it had to be a Quinn because. Ethan and uh you know the dad were behind yeah, they on were their occupied, way
2: and I just I don't buy cuz at least and I don't the, buy Quinn
3: picked up a you know a yeah. big buff man with, and threw like, him across the room
2: the stuff with Amber it was like Amber when they were doing those scenes there were certain scenes where there was like a shorter ghost face I don't know if you guys noticed there was like a shorter looking oh, okay. ghost face and those scenes I was like okay so that's Amber but but besides the point like yeah whoever was under the mask doing the stunt work in the movie Whoever that was, I thought that was great because there's like little mannerisms that just like I just I just I love me a badass ghost face yeah. and like when he fucking clears the 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 store and then he starts there's like a gif of it all over Twitter when he clears the store and starts going after you know um, Sarah and Ter- Sam and Tara that was like a lot of fun but just his mannerisms whoever's under the suit when you get to the latter scene. And they kind of they kind of slam the knife into the side because they're gonna use they're to tip off the ladder to to make um, to make to make Poranica fall. Like I just like the way that whoever was under the mask was like was like moving around as far as like whether it was like stunt work or whatever like that. I just like the way they were they were portrayed that in that way. But my favorite. My favorite scene probably was the whole apartment stuff although yeah Annika great. eating that knife wound again it was like <laughs> kind of crazy but uh I really liked that scene just the way they did all of that and the tension building that feels like the most tension out of the entire movie in the theater when I'm watching it is the whole ladder ladder you know ladder to ladder yeah, stuff it. and all that stuff with a lot of that fun, was great. So. I'll go to you, Eric. As far as any favorite scenes, before we get into scenes that you just don't do not like, any favorites? Uh,
1: I think my favorite that comes close to rivaling that that uh, car scene in Scream Two was the subway sequence with Mindy, mm. where mm. they were really playing with your paranoia, and it especially got even better when the light began to flicker. And they're literally now towing with what they call the character Ghostface because it looks as though it's teleporting closer and closer oh, to Mindy until to it finally, uh, of course, is in front of her and she's being stabbed. That that scene, I thought, was just done very well. And I thought it was very cleverly handled to kind of also poke at the name of the character Ghostface. It looked like they were literally teleporting. <laughs> mm
2: uh yeah i agree i thought that scene was all effective i thought that was really good uh let's go to you chris your favorite like a favorite scene out of the
3: in the movie uh well since this is spoilers uh sam's big moment at the end where she puts on the outfit and just goes crazy on 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 the dad stabbing him up and whatnot It, it makes me curious to what they're setting up with her Cause I hate it's gonna Mm. start. I don't know if you guys remember with Halloween twenty eighteen that movie ends with um what's the main girl the little fucking Allison Allison (laughs) the movie ends with uh, the the zoom in on the knife in her hand and and then they do nothing they I know they do nothing (laughs) but so many people took that to think oh she's gonna be like Jamie Lloyd and go crazy and be a killer when no it was like the passing on of the trauma there I feel like people are gonna misinterpret that again that she's gonna be the killer in the next one she's gonna go crazy when I don't think that's at all what they were trying to say. Uh, I think Mm -hmm. it's just more of like in the next one, I don't think we're going to see her running. I think she's going to be eager to like go after this ghost face and kill it. And I think if Sydney sees that bloodthirst in her, it's going to make her step back kind of like, I don't like this. And maybe there's something there. That's what I would think, but I don't know. So you think most
2: people
1: dropping the mask? Because before she dropped it, you know, the music was swelling.
3: Yeah, she had that clearly having that
1: conflict in her mind about everything she's been through, all this stuff that she's heard about herself online and coming to terms with who she is before yeah. Terrace kind of snaps her out of it and mm-hmm. she's now content with who she is, drops the mask, that's behind her, and she's moving forward. That's what I took from mm-hmm. it. I don't think they're gonna toy with it anymore. I think she's, she's 100% a hundred ho- percent okay. just a good a good final. Just
3: good. <laughs> okay. They could now that could definitely be it that it's just behind her. I just I do think you know when when you have that bloodthirst in you, you want it. Not saying that she'll go evil, but I think they're going to use it more in like a Sarah Connor kind of way. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about
1: blackmail potentially. Maybe somebody
3: blackmails her. <laughs> that would be crazy. That would be cool. Yeah. And uh,
2: Jordy, how about you? Any f- your favorite scene?
0: Um, I'm trying to think. I mean, I did like the subway scene a lot. I liked mm-hmm. you know the beginning, but I think to make something really short, a very short call out in the third act. Loved that um, Ethan was killed by the same TV that Stu was killed. With. Uh,
3: yeah, that was mm-hmm. kind of
0: funny. I liked that. It kind of like made me feel a little better. <laughs> <laughs> uh, put a little smile on my face. I like I, this. One
1: other Go favorite ahead. scene since yeah. Ethan was brought up because they brought back Kirby and then she was the one who killed Ethan, who is mu- very much so, I would argue, the Charlie Walker type of the mm. movie. And she got okay. her redemption that General Ortega kinda was teasing. She's making oh, it by I taking didn't out even the other that. incel because
2: she didn't kill the incel that yeah. caused her
1: problems before, so now she's killing another yeah. incel. <laughs>
2: yeah, I didn't even think like about that. that. I actually like that a lot. I didn't even think about that. That's I um sure. that makes sense. I do like the scene of like uh Sarah and I keep saying Sarah. Tara and <laughs> Sam working together and then I, I wish she would have just dropped onto Ethan without getting another stab wound. Right? Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, she's I wish like, she trust just, me.
3: And then, uh. yeah, I wish she would have
2: just dropped. And then, just, I, I actually wish she would have just like dropped that. Like, when she was dropping, that's when the knife goes in his mouth instead of her just oh, dropping. Yeah. Um, but that, that was all great and stuff. That was a lot of fun. And then. Again, I Melissa Barrera here. Um, I really liked her a lot. I too. this is probably the movie where I really bought her as the final girl for these movies. And um, the first one I just I wasn't there yet, but I definitely like I'm I'm all for her future in this franchise. And I thought she was great. Um, because she's very believable. I said this earlier. She's very believable in the fact that I really liked that she. Was threat. She wasn't like, "Oh no, I'm he's coming after me again." She was. She was like, you know, I. She starts off the conversation by saying, "I want you to take a really long, hard thought if you want to do this." And I just, I like that. That stuff is really good. How did you guys feel about the return of our boy Skeet here?
3: Um, I, I'm not loving it. I kind of wish they dropped it with the first movie. Even in the first movie, it was very heavy handed to me, especially at the end, whenever he gets that like Luke Skywalker, good girl kind of praise. I'm like, dude, you're the freaking murderer of the first movie. What do you mean? Good job. But uh, it wasn't it wasn't as heavy handed as the first. It was just quick yeah. little scenes and stuff like that. Um, I hope they don't bring it back for the third movie, though. I'm kind of done with that.
2: Uh, I, I didn't mind it here. I do agree that it's time to let this go. Mm-hmm. uh i i did like i do like it here as far as like uh when he's like check the room you know i'm right all that stuff yeah and i i did i do like when he when he's like when she takes the knife and he's like good choice i i, I you know i, I was fine well, with d- it yeah it it was subtle. Heavy, it wasn't as bad as like the yeah. f- scream five i thought it was way too much in scream five but
0: <laughs> agreed um,
2: I, I didn't. I didn't. I thought it was all right here. Uh, I'm trying to go through my notes because I have a bunch. Okay, I do I want to ask Speed this. Was pretty.
1: Oh, he he was used a lot better here. Yeah. I just felt he when he appeared in screen five. I I do think he looked better. I don't know. Something yeah, he seemed, did. Seemed That's why it was also better here. One, yeah. I was like this this de aging CG that we're doing. This doesn't mm-hmm. look that nice. <laughs>
2: um chris you had one thing to say but real quick let me because i'm gonna go forget ahead. oh go ahead uh, i like the small touch that you could see um tara's scar from yeah. that knife that you know mm-hmm. the knife scene in the in the opening of the first one where Continuity. where the knife goes through her her hand i like that because they do they focus on it all in like two scenes here like you can you, you can you can see the scar and i do like that but go ahead chris what was you gonna say
3: I was just going to ask since uh, you were trying to think of stuff to say and stuff. So how do we feel about the way the movie addresses like the stew stuff? Because it feels like radio silence is very like they they know fans or a lot of fans are saying, oh, they want stew. Then there's the other fans that are like, no, he's dead. Let it go. And, you know, in the first movie, they had a small Easter egg in the corner say, with a video saying, is the real Stu mocker still alive? And that was just like a small thing. Then they bring it up here again where Kirby's like oh, the TV that killed stew. And then Mindy's like, well, if you think he's dead. But they also had it on the billboard that on uh, Kirby's, you know, board that said Stu dead 1996. Yeah. Do you think it's (laughs) it's radio silence either opening the door to a possible Stu, you know, since they keep bringing up if he's alive or is it them Mm -hmm. just like "Ah, we see we see the fans. But I mean, we're just going to keep it as a conspiracy in the same world, too.
2: I don't know, because they did. They were they left that Hayden Penetre clue right there for people to look at and when they got the opportunity to bring her back I think they're just leaving the door open I think that's what they're doing I although I'm all set
3: do you think it'd be a jumping of the shark if they bring him back to life yes I yeah you think I, it would be I,
2: I don't I don't want
3: this. I think it all depends on the explanation yeah and, I, and also the whole point would be to market him that he's in the movie and you can't really do that without like you know because then is he the killer or not would be the thing about it you I mean, don't just yeah
2: I remember saying that the only way I would buy it is if like he's in he's in jail or something crazy, yeah,
3: like and like f-
0: really disfigured, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: or something, yeah. I was... just,
0: yeah, I I didn't like it because I feel like it's just like I don't know, kind of like an uninspired fan service moment of just, yeah, being, like I get you. Because it's just, he died. Like, you know, like, he's dead. I'm sorry. I Those know. TVs are heavy. He was they are. already losing a lot of blood. But I'm
3: like, that's my that's where my conspiracy brain goes in. I'm like, that's why they're upping the ante on these kills. So like, Stu's death yeah. looks less ridiculous in comparison <laughs> to all these other survivors. Imagine, but then you got to bring oh. back
0: Ethan then. <laughs> can,
3: <laughs> right. can you
2: imagine? Well, Ethan then popped up after, like, a freaking knife went in his throat. I was, or he was, I was even was...
3: screaming. I'm like, you can't yeah. scream after that.
2: <laughs> No. Yeah, it's, it's that part I was a little. Was I cool, just little. I
3: also just don't want it to be a mirror of Scream Three, you know. Like, yeah. sure, you can take it to Hollywood and stuff like that, but like a long lost sibling type of thing. Oh, uh,
0: I would hate that because at was... that point, it's it's not getting fun anymore to like try to guess yeah. who the killer is. Because if it's mm-hmm. if just going to keep following the same path, like I don't know, you have to you have to change it up. Little yeah. I actually
1: came up with something, because I was like, okay, they might be following that same pathway, but I just shook it up completely, where it's not completely Scream 3, and it's not as close to Scream 2 as Scream 6 is. It's completely just reverted, so I was like, there's ways you could do it again, but mm-hmm. you have to shake everything up, and everything has to be reassigned, and I just came up with something that I would love to see them do, but I, I, I don't know if they will. <laughs> what is it? What is it?
3: Yeah. What I was thinking
1: guys? of, like, what if fuck? Christina... Because we know Christina cut off Sam and Tara. So I was thinking, what if she, during the events of six, tried to start a new family with some random guy who now is trying to possibly come after her and her kids because of the fact that Christina maybe got pregnant by this guy and she had an abortion. So they could do something like that. Who's Christina again? The mom? The mom. mom. I mean, either
3: way, I think the mom has to be a significant part of Seven. They keep bringing her up. Yeah, I agree. She's also like a super interesting character with some history that I would love to know about because she... She He's went like to an high school with,
0: right. Well, she, yeah,
3: but she also went to high school with Sydney, and mm-hmm. I think she would see Sydney as a rival because it's like, well, I loved Billy. Like I actually yeah. loved him, and he always was focused on you, Sydney. He oh, he I- was always had all your attention. I'm like, that's something. Not that she has to be a killer, but that's something interesting I would mm-hmm. like to see. And also, Tara's dad. I mean, he left the family when he found out that's not my kid, but Tara still is his kid? You know, how's he going to mm-hmm. feel if he's looking on the news and Tara's constantly in danger because of this other girl that's not even his daughter? Mm-hmm. That would give a motive for him to be like, I need to cut her out to keep my daughter safe.
1: Because yeah. Christina, yeah. I was like, one reason she might have been also mad at Sam for telling Tara about all this and also mad at Sam for what she did when she found those diaries and came into her room, ruining everything by yelling at her, making the dad walk out. I was also thinking about, well, what if Christina... In 1996, she knew exactly what Billy and Stu were doing. She wasn't involved in it, awesome. but she knew oh, exactly man, what even, they were doing.
3: I would even love it if she was a third killer in six, in the original and we didn't know. I know that's kind of going too far, maybe that's telling you with it, but I would love I would love that cuz that proves her love to Billy and it would have been part of like what they were going to set up because remember billy and stew had a plan for a sequel remember stew was mm-hmm. like we get to stay alive and plan the sequel baby i'm mm-hmm. um, like uh, you know like i feel like there could have been something there and then obviously sydney ruined all that when she killed both of them <laughs> and they, i would think that would be cool and that would play into that third um theme of like something from your past coming back that you yeah. didn't know about
0: what if she was actually like billy's call from the police station exactly right
3: because that was always one of the things you that come in. like doesn't the police record that stuff don't they have that on <laughs> file like wouldn't That's they know of- billy just called somebody like
0: right like if it was cool? Stu, it would have been like suspicious he obviously didn't call sydney and he didn't call his dad so like yeah. this lady so,
3: it's just a matter of who they cast you know is it like yeah, a salma I hayek mean. is it jennifer lopez is come it on. eva mendez <laughs> it's gotta be a- i think
1: christina honestly <laughs> christina most likely she she knew what they were doing and she only stayed with Tara's dad because she was planning to leave until, of course, Billy got killed. Then she lied to him and said, oh, well, this is your
2: child. <laughs> I do like the idea of maybe getting the mom and dad involved in the seventh one. Yeah. Uh, it looks like they're fast track. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. It opened really well this weekend if yeah. Paramount is back to And Jenna's going to be super
3: busy. They got to get her they as, as she's yeah. over. Yeah. And, um
2: yeah she's gonna be booked and busy and stuff like that so uh, i can see them trying to fast track it uh but listen i do hope the enough. next
3: movie has a time jump though i don't want it to be one oh a time jump
2: again. i, I yeah it to be i, I they can graduate
3: agree. and we can see mm. their lives a little bit danny and sam are in a house maybe she's pregnant like barely starting pregnant maybe she so has a
2: kid it- we have really yet to see a protagonist with a kid in this franchise like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, like with a kid just kind of around kind of mm-hmm. like Sydney had kids in the last one, but they were oh, kind of we didn't, see, we didn't yeah. see it. But I actually think that's a that would add a di- a different kind of dynamic if the kids like are somehow like,
3: that could play you know. into your blackmail angle, um, you know, that you were talking about. What if, you know, Sydney's kids are kidnapped at the beginning of the movie and Ghostface uses them as leverage for or something some reason, like you know? that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I can understand that. But um,
1: there is a moment in Scream 6 where. I don't know if if many people are talking about this, but when Gail hangs up, I know people love that, but I don't see many people tying this into the fact that she's literally nodding to what Maureen said to do in the theater in Scream 2 hang the phone up, and star 69 his ass. And then she literally oh, yeah. did that.
2: Yeah, that
1: <laughs> I didn't even...
3: That's, so that's didn't a good even, callback.
1: Good I didn't even that is even a really good that. callback. I did
2: like that scene, though, when she calls him back and Ghostface is like, what? I did I did like that
3: <laughs> a lot. That <laughs> was a really
0: good one.
3: Um, um, I like
0: that whole experience.
2: scene.
3: Yeah. What you say? It shows their experience, you know, because Sydney mm-hmm. did a similar... Well, oh, yeah. similar, but she was like, I'm getting bored, and hangs <laughs> up.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um... That poor dude, man. I knew he was that poor, <laughs> poor guy. Poor dude, this guy. Poor guy he was with, she was with, you know. I
0: wish we could have met him a little bit more. Uh, like, I don't know, just like a, yeah. a tiny bit because just, I just-, just- yeah, feel like he was feel like such was a, a throwaway.
3: Yeah. I I'm thought he was a bodyguard even, we or getting, something. We'd
2: be getting <laughs> right. our ass kicked in these movies, man. Eric, I don't know, man. We done. We'd be getting <laughs> as soon as I saw him, I said, Oh, he's cooked. He is Well, I saw people
1: saying, Oh, they should have introduced him, but I'm like, Why introduce him and then also at the same time, it came off as though they weren't even dating that long. It, it we just, yeah, she didn't Dewey, really so care. I didn't even yeah, really she didn't want did to not be care. introduced to her new look, her new love interest. I'm still trying to get over Dewey. I don't care about your new love interest.
0: Go- <laughs> I would have liked it better like- if he was like her assistant or like yeah. another producer on the show <laughs> or like something.
2: <laughs> poor Go- Ghostface was like, the muscles did nothing. And then she agreed. She was like, sure. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, damn. What poor guy. I <laughs> was like, what did he do? So clearly they were just like, dating for like a month or two or something like that and they wasn't in any serious anything serious i would say they were clearly just like dating or something like that but yeah i listen i i've had enough of you guys just (laughs) (laughs) just tanking on my damn my poor movie here i
1: do want to get fun with it I,
2: i didn't hear a lot of the appreciation
1: for the fact that they the differences that I was really getting honed in on. Was, okay, that's mm. that's more of the same, but the differences here are one: Nancy Loomis, she's not trying to assassinate Sydney's character. She was actually trying to fr- frame it all on Mickey. Yeah, these she people were literally her trying her. to hurt Sam by mm-hmm. making her hated in the or making her destroying her public image, then trying to frame her for the events of Woodsboro. Although they kind of backtrack on that. I think you mentioned this, Chris. He said he wanted to frame it on some somebody who stumbled stumbled along the rumors and took matters into their own yeah. deluded hands or something. I was like, okay. I mean, the framing, the framework that they were writing up was probably some of the best they've done in the series, but then they kind of came up with a different alibi in the end. I'm like, well, I guess that works too yeah. if the other stuff didn't work. <laughs> it would
3: have been cool, at least if they were trying to prove Richie innocent and just say those conspiracies were real and something, yeah. but no.
1: I, I think I would have took it a step further to say that they they were actually in belief of the of the conspiracy theories. But the fact that they started it, it was fine, too, because it kind of commentates on those that are out there who take advantage of the, how easy it, yes, can be to destroy someone's image. So you start yeah. a nasty rumor about them. You start up a conspiracy theory just to get back at them and, like, commentate on why so many people would try to exploit that crowd and how conspiracy theories can be dangerous, that type of stuff. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, yeah, I, I, now I'm not listening to you guys. There's a lot of things where I'm like, okay, I under,
3: <laughs> no, it's still a good. I understand. I
1: think the whole, how did no one know about Richie's family stuff? I, I kind of yeah, filled that, that in just... with some, some stuff. I was just thinking to myself, not everybody's family is going to be perfect. There might've been something going on oh, with man. this guy. That's why he didn't come up in a background check. Maybe the only <laughs> people that came up were his two kids that we saw. Richie was kind of maybe somebody he met later in life and didn't even know that was his son maybe or
2: yeah,
3: i don't know because he, he made it sound like he was like since a kid he showed him those movies and yeah. he accidentally just egged him on and he would to go and steal police evidence to help him with the collection
1: mm-hmm. yeah i'm sure he met like... him probably like i was saying maybe at, at the earliest age five <laughs> but <laughs> anything Fuck prior to that <laughs> he didn't know who he was i was like okay there's got to yeah. be some reason why he wouldn't show up in a background check <laughs> um listen
2: okay all right <laughs> okay. I, listen i get okay. it man. If this was, <laughs> you know
3: i get what he's doing. like we love this franchise so we want these movies to work so we'll create these scenarios in our heads but
2: no i'm yeah. still i i listen i i still believe there's not a bad scream movie. oh yeah same, same i well, the day is gonna come where i come on this podcast And I just tank on a screen movie. And that day is probably where I'll retire on podcasting. (laughs) Like I would probably be devastated. Their problem I feel as though will be if they always
1: want to try to go bigger and then don't account for the, the pile of the piling up of unanswered questions, which are valid to be concerned about. If you have these many unanswered questions, maybe you need to tweak something or maybe you can try to still do the same thing, but alternate some of the roles a little bit so that way these unanswered questions are now being eliminated instead of piling up because i think at some point especially if they plan to keep on making screen movies if they continue mm. to be successful you are going to hit that brick wall where it's like okay now you've jumped the shark you didn't even bring mm. Stu back and you still jumped the shark
2: <laughs> or yeah. maybe maybe honestly my solution to that is maybe they don't have to be connected to anything like maybe yeah. there's just a killer that we find here who's there's just a killer, like that. Yeah, yeah, who's just a killer, and he, you know, I'm, I'm I thought maybe off Kirby would something. talk about
3: that. You th- like you think you guys are the only ones who get attacked by a ghost face? You yeah, know, like I, I investigate mm-hmm. them as the FBI and all that. I, that could have been a segue into spinoffs and whatnot.
2: Which yeah, which I'm. F- I'm fine with that. Listen, Paramount Plus, you need some content. Throw a Kirby <laughs> spinoff on, on some damn on Paramount Plus real quick, you know, for me. But yeah, I do understand. I do. I think the hole they're gonna fall in though is is the constant need to connect it all to everything. Like what in the next thing in the next movie? What can you do to make to try to kind? You don't. I don't think these have to be connected each time. I think they could Same. just be like, uh, this is Scream Seven. Yeah, you know the person's going after whoever because of whatever, and you kind of go through that. I also, I also another reason why I love Scream Four so much is the simple fact that I that was the movie that I didn't really feel like. Yeah, she was a she was a relative of sydney but she didn't have anything to do with like the killers of the past it was more just i'm jealous i want your life i want to be famous just like you it's the time at the times that it was released in that's how it was in our reality it was 2011 2012 where it was like here's twitter here's youtubers here's this and that and i think that all worked well and i like the fact that it wasn't like I'm the cousin of Stu, and this is why <laughs> you know it was yeah. it was nothing it was none of that. And I don't think I don't think the, the reveal here should I don't think it had to connect to Richie. I think it could have connected to anything else or just mm-hmm. be fan. I don't know. Um although I like this reveal over the Richie reveal, um, you know, Richie and Amber of like, I want to make a better movie. That was kind of stupid. But I I don't think they the, if you're going for Scream Seven, I don't think it has to connect directly to what happened in Scream Five or Four or the original. I think they could just be like something new and different as to why these are happening again. So yeah. that's the main thing I feel like they have. They're gonna have to rectify if they want to continue this franchise. Cause like, the, yeah, the movie did really well and stuff. So obviously, the most likely they're gonna get gonna do another one here. And um, I think it was already announced. Wasn't it kind of already not announced? Uh, but like I mean, kind of alluded to. it's
3: a vague source. So we're waiting for official news.
2: Yeah. So I, I think it's I think that's just some things that we'll have to do differently. I do agree with a time jump here instead of like one year yeah. later. Uh, kind of like I really do like how Scream 3 kind of opens up. With the fact that it has nothing to do with Sydney, just she just kind of gets involved, and she's like in a in her own kind of world, and she's away from people, and I like that about three. So hopefully they can do something like that here with with the next one where I don't know Tara
3: somewhere, and
2: maybe maybe Sam and Tara are uh, disconnected from each other in a way too. And the next one, I wouldn't even
3: say disconnected, I just say maybe living separately. Going, yeah, but they're sure. happy, they're in contact, they'll talk maybe every now and then, sure, sure. And then, ghost is what brings them all in the same location.
2: Mm-hmm. So, I maybe feel like
0: one like of the happens. core and four something. has to die. Oh,
3: not just one, I think. I'm a, I think, yeah, I thought I they sh-
2: This is a hot take, but I actually thought they should have killed off Mindy here. I said this earlier, I love Mindy, but I do think. The reason why Wes killed off Randy so early is because that whole thing we're in a trequel, in a, yeah. requel, it and a out. it's Maybe. gonna get old really yeah. easily. And I Ooh. like the scene here, but it did feel like oh we're doing this again and stuff. But, like kind were the thing. rules
0: even very clear this no. round? Like that's nah, the thing that I kind of annoyed kinda... me. Like I feel yeah. like in all of them the the rules have been like pretty clear and not mm. like so over the top, but just like you're like yeah that does fit with like. You know, where they're at in the franchise, yeah, and, like how happening. franchises are. I felt that, like, that scene was so sloppy. And I'm like, wait, what are you saying? Like, yeah, because, I don't even know what the rules are now. Well,
2: yeah, because, like, actually, I have to wash it away. It was true, but
1: they were, yeah. I think they were just the most broadest of rules yeah. We yeah. Because they actually referenced Halloween Resurrection. And I'm like, that came out in 02. But, but it still does kind of speak to how requels have been around. For a while and the star wars trilogy that happened isn't the first set of movies to kill off a legacy cast member because halloween resurrection did it in a pretty terrible way i think Mm -hmm. that's what she was trying to talk about when she was referencing jamie lee curtis i'm like jamie lee curtis didn't die in any of these recent requels oh she died in the other one
2: (laughs) yeah i think because she because they mentioned tony stark and yeah, they went. They went all out, I that's why I. That's why because of you how what you guys are saying about being confused, I think we could have just add that scene in the train could have killed off Mindy, and I wouldn't have. I would have been like sad. Because, like, yo, I like Mindy, but I think it – I think that's one of the reasons why Wes did it early with Randy is because, like, this whole thing of here's the rules and stuff like that, it's going to get really played out. And I actually like what they did with Randy in Scream 3 where it's, like, a video of him. You know, like, you could have done something like that where it's, instead of a video, maybe, like, since you want to be with the Times, maybe it's, like, a a YouTube video of Cindy – of, of Mindy saying rules or like a TikTok or something like that, you know, but the I think TikTok, they, yeah. they could have killed someone, one of them off. Not Chad, though. I like Chad. Chad and Mindy, yeah, keep Chad. Say
1: maybe they should die together at some point in Scream <gasps> 7. Ooh, Not maybe. at the beginning, but just somewhere in between. Af- after Chad gets out, say, some some more to do, maybe Mindy, too, give them something more to do and then mm-hmm. kill them both together. J- just
2: get rid of them. <laughs> <laughs> I do like them both, but I, I, I think one of them could have could have definitely died here. Um so yeah, any uh any final thoughts on the movie? I've had enough of this final thoughts huts on scream 6. I'll start with you, Jordy.
0: Um final thoughts. I mean, just cuz I was underwhelmed doesn't mean that I won't like buy it on Blu-ray and like add <laughs> it to my, you know, watch every time yeah. like when I, you know, marathon them all together. Um, <sighs> I think that there there are aspects that I like. I was just, you know, a little disappointed, but you know, mm-hmm. I'm excited to see what they do with the next one. I'm, I'm hopeful, um, and give Nev Campbell her monies.
2: Listen, I will be honest though. I, I think she, I didn't, I didn't miss her too, too much here. I no, think,
0: I don't think she was like.
2: Yeah, I think it's, I don't think
0: it like didn't work because she wasn't in it. I mm-hmm. just think like. You kind of give Mindy her money. I do
2: agree. And I, I do agree as far as like... Especially someone did bring up there in that in that little, in that that little monologue where uh, Mindy's like bigger budget and then somebody's comment was like, well, you, you didn't pay... You couldn't pay with uh, Nev. Yeah. Enough, so where's the budget then? But uh, yeah, I do agree with that. But I said this earlier on... I forget which show I was on. It's too much shows. But uh, I, said, <laughs> I said this earlier. I just think they have... They have to eventually move on from from, from Sydney, just because you're gonna fall into the same kind of trap to where you you like your franchise needs this character. Like when you go into like Laurie Strode, it's like every time they went away from Laurie Strode, it just became like a disaster, and I think. I think if you, I think if you want to keep a longevity for this new generation of scream fans or whatever, you kind of had to move on from Sydney. Because um, even Gail here, I love me some Gail, but Gail was just kind of
0: they not really didn't use her,
2: really do much well. here. And I feel like the, I remember you, Chris and I were talking about this, like when they were like she, we had something written for uh, for Sydney. It was like what? Because like you know what? <laughs> yeah, well, what would, would she be? have to come down to New York for? Like,
1: she yeah. allegedly
2: – Uh, allegedly, was
1: going to come down because she thought that Sam and Tara were family now. My thoughts to that were, I'm glad she's not here because you're not (laughs) giving her anything to do and she just met these people. Why is she now going to abandon her family once more to come help these two? It makes no sense. So when I found that out, I was like, yeah, it's probably a good thing you guys didn't crack a deal to pay her anything for that. And I, I might think that she also walked away because you shoehorned her in. It, mm-hmm. it came off as though she was never part of the story, and it seems more than backed up when you watch this movie, because they mm-hmm. kept filming it as if they had a draft ready to go. So I'm like, okay, well, who was pushing for her to be
2: in the movie if they never wanted her here in the first place? I, yeah, it, it's it's one of those things where it's like, like it's just, I I didn't want her. I'd rather Sydney not be here than her be here to just because like what yeah. do you mean like it, it, it makes sense for gail because gail it was already established that she lived there she lived there and that's where her new show is it makes sense but it's just even even if they didn't kill dewey off too it's like why is dewey here and then with, I with just want- uh, sydney it's like why would sydney be in new york unless it's like a trip or something that she's doing with her family i don't know but go yeah ahead.
0: i just wanted to have her like final moment for yeah, her yeah. to like Exit rather than it be Gail saying, "Oh, her and Mark deserve their happy ending." Well, mm-hmm. I want I want Sydney to be the one to like say that and be like, "All right, I'm out." <laughs> you know, like yeah, yeah. I want that scene to happen at some point because I just feel like it's it's not fair to just like throw her away. No other character has had that in the entire series, mm-hmm. yeah. And yeah. I think Sydney deserves a little better than everybody else. I think
1: they're yeah, trying agree. to do that with five, but then. Somebody somewhere (laughs) said, you know, we need Sydney, man. And and then you failed to secure her. And I'm like, well, if you didn't try to push for her to be here in the first place. I I Mm -hmm. fully think they wanted her to be in seven and not in six. But then, of course, you had this disaster happen when you tried to push for her to be in six. You didn't Mm -hmm. you didn't secure her in a deal. She felt some type of way. She rightfully spoke up about it. It's like, okay, well, you brought this on yourself. You should have left it alone.
0: Yeah, (laughs) totally agree. Yeah.
2: Um, yeah. So, all right. We'll end it right there with our spoiler discussion for Scream VI Scrivi Scream 6. <laughs> the last thoughts from me is that I did enjoy the movie. I do understand criticisms. I think I was talking to, um, Corey who was on the uh, show last year after, after they saw it. And I was just like, I, I get it. I do get it. But I loved it. Anyway, let's okay. get out of here. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, I'll go around. Good day, everyone. Social medias. I'll start with you, Jordy. Let everyone know they can follow you.
0: Oh yeah, I'm on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, anywhere really. Uh, Jordyreviewsit dot com. Um, yeah.
1: Oh.
0: Oh, did you hear me? Did I cut out?
2: No, I heard you. My my, my mic was just oh, okay. muted. Go ahead, Eric. My bad. <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah, you can follow me on YouTube at Critical Overlord. Also on Twitter and Instagram, Critical Overlord as well. on there. Alright, and Chris?
3: Yeah, you can find me at youtube.com slash 3Cfilms. Just finally filming my spoiler review so I'll have that on there.
2: Alright, everyone. And you can follow me on Twitter at Cinemaniac94. You can follow the podcast, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cinematic World. That is it, everyone. Uh, no more Scream Talk for a while, I guess. <laughs> I'm tapped out. <laughs> I do love the movie, but there's like four shows of Straight Scream. And, uh, yeah, that's it, everyone. We'll be back in uh, tomorrow for our recap of the finale of The Last of Us and then sometime this week to talk about the Oscar, the Oscar winners and losers. And thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne, and that was Jordy, Eric, and Chris. Make sure to follow them. Talk to you guys later.
3: Bye-bye.